Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, getting ready to give you the daily crypto news of the day for Cryptocurrency Chat, podcast episode number 475, uh, January 8th, 2023. All right, it's still raining out here in California. Roads are flooded. It's, uh, it's not that bad. But it's still uh, an issue with people driving out there on the streets. Roads are flooded. So drive out there safely if uh, if you're going to be out there driving. Uh, for everyone else, enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. So let's go ahead and get started with the first crypto news of the day. But before we get started, I want to quickly plug in that we are live streaming on Twitch. So check us out on twitch.com slash blockchain john. Hang out, hang out with us in Discord as well. So with that said, first news we have is, let's see. This week in crypto, Winklevoss beefs with Silbert over $900 million SBF donation tied to pro-Trump organization. This week was a cautiously optimistic for one of an industry still shaken by the turmoil of last year. Prices grew all week with Solana leading the charge with a 36% rally. All the more surprisingly considering Sol's price was in freefall for the last two months following the collapse of FTX. But there are still further crises in the industry like that of crypto exchanges Gemini and its lending partner crypto prime broker Genesis. Genesis alleged owes $900 million to users from Ge Gemini's earned service who have been unavailable to withdraw their money since FTX collapsed back in November. Gemini co-founder Cameron Winklevoss on Monday tweeted a sharp open letter by Barry Silbert, CEO of digital currency group by and by extension Genesis. Its wholly owned subsidiary, quote, it is now becoming clear that you have been engaging in bad faith stall tactics, end quote, wrote Winklevoss, accusing Silbert of squandering $1.675 billion of creditors and investors. And here is a tweet from Cameron Winklevoss talking about the earn update. It's an open letter to Barry Silbert. If you guys want to read that? Check it out over at Twitter on Cameron Winklevoss's profile. Silbert vehemently denied the charges. Cameron rejoined, and then several more tweets piled in a <laughs> piled in and bickered. And here's some more information about the earn update open letter. And a response from Barry Silbert: DCG did not borrow 1.675 billion dollars from Genesis. DCG has never missed an interest payment to Genesis and is currently on all loans outstanding. Next loan maturity is May 2023. DCG delivers to Genesis and your advisors a proposal on December 29th and has not received any response. Mm. Okay. Progressive political blogger Max uh, Ber Berger on Tuesday deep-dived deep into disgraced FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried's history of political donations. Berger claimed SBF supported right-leaning Democrats and right-voting billionaires to stunt the growth of more progressive voices. And here's a tweet from Max says i spent some time looking into F fbs's political giving and what i found was pretty shocking sbf was collaborating with aipac and trump supporting billionaires to stop the growth of squad and the electoral electoral left that same day blockchain sleuth at zach xbt that day publicly pillared pilloried Twitch streamer and NFT creator NDNP3, who earlier posted a confession and an apology for squandering investors' funds in crypto casino stake to feed his gambling addiction. He also said he is working with a help group to recover it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Here's that tweet from Zach. Yes, another founder who claims to have gambled away millions of investors' fund, CLU, Gridcraft, and Goobers. Cardano founder and creator Charles Hoskinson served up a watertight economic argument for right-clicking and saving other people's NFT profile pics. And here it is. So I'm so com- this is from Lath. I'm so confused right now. So Charles actually right-clicked and saved someone else's NFT? Question mark. Do you think this is bullish? Is he sending some sort of message, or does he actually want to own that piece? Mm-hmm. Charles responds. I like the picture, so I use it as my profile picture. The artist and the NFT owner don't mind because it increased the value of their work and product having the historical association with me. I get a cool PFP for a little while. It's called an economy. Pretty cool, isn't it? On Wednesday, Financial Times reported Karim Schubert tweeted an update about Celsius's ongoing bankruptcy proceedings. Several tweeters responded by highlighting the advantage of self-custody. On Thursday, there were rumblings of layoffs at Huobi and internal employees' communications went down by Friday. It was confirmed that Huobi had become the latest popular exchange to announce mass layoffs as a result of the bear market following Coinbase and Crypto.com. And here's a tweet from Garland. Breaking, Huobi shut down internal employees' communication groups and feedback channels. What's going on at Huobi Global? Finally, Ryan Selkis, co-founder of market, a crypto market intelligence firm Missouri, was briefly suspended from Twitter on Saturday for pretending to be Ryan Selkis. <laughs> Here's a tweet from uh, Stanley Lenz. Ryan Selkis, the co-founder and CEO of Missouri Crypto and organizer of Mainnet, one of the most important voices of Web3, just got suspended. We need to migrate to decentralized social where everyone owns their voice. Not your keys, not your profile. <laughs> Hashtag free Ryan Selkis. Good to be back to this hell of hell on earth app I called home. He posted upon his reinstatement 48 hours of Twitter permanent suspension. Got me pretty excited for the year in decentralized finance, governance, social media, identity, and hardware networks. And that there, Cryptonauts, is the end for this week on crypto. Let's move on over to the this week in coins. Scroll back up. All right. Solana rallies as crypto market sees green in green to start 2023. Yes, the market has actually been green. In the first week of the new year, the leading cryptocurrencies and are all in the green after a brutal 2022. None of the top 20 cryptocurrencies posted major losses this week. Bitcoin and Ethereum both sustained modest appreciation throughout the entire week and are up 2% and 5% respectively. Over the past seven days, according to CoinMarketCap data, Bitcoin currently changes hands at $16,922, Ethereum at around $1,263 at the time of writing. But the two markets' leaders played second fiddle to the explosive recovery rally by Solana, which rose 32% in the past week, the most of any top 20 coins. Solana's rally started with an 11% bump on Monday. The surprise rebound came after Sol had been in freefall since the catastrophic collapse of FTX in November. The exchange and founder Sam Bankman-Fried was a leading investor and booster of the Solana ecosystem. Solana surged a further 16% in 24 hours on Tuesday when the Solana-based Dogecoin rival named Bonk was airdropped to creators, developers, and NFT holders. Bonk had blown up 43% since then. Metaverse token ApeCoin and Axie Infinities also sustained their gains from their start uh, from the start of the week. Ape added 12% to hit $4.04 while AXS ballooned 18% to $7.06. Cardano and Litecoin both rose a little over 11% this week. ADA is worth $0.27, while Litecoin is $76. 
Cosmos Hub nearly matched their pace with an 8.5% climb to $10.16. Ethereum Classic blew up 30% this week and trades at $20.19. As the follow-up from FTX continues, the Federal Reserve and two other U.S. regulators on Tuesday issued a statement warning banks about the significant volatility and vulnerabilities over the past year. The joint statement continued based on the agency's current understanding and experience to date. The agency believes that issuing or holding it as principal crypto assets that are issued, stored, or transferred on an open, public, or and or decentralized network or similar system is highly likely to be inconsistent with safe and sound banking practices. And that there, CryptoNauts, is the end for this week in coins. All right, let's move on over to the third news article of the day. This is... Justin Sun moves $100 million in stablecoins to Huobi amid rush of withdrawals. So, yeah, if you haven't heard, there's been a lot of withdrawals going on, a lot of centralized exchanges, and so there's a lot of FUD going on in the market, uh, which, in a way, I think is kind of good. It, it should be best practice to keep your own coins in your own custodial wallet, right? Not on exchanges. You know, you do your tradings on exchanges, but if you're going to hold long-term, keep it off of exchanges and keep it in your wallet, not on exchanges. Please don't do that. Because if these exchanges go down, you lose your coins. Learn from my past experiences. But what Justin Sun did was to, um, I guess, to bring more um, security to the exchange because he's kind of running it, right? Let me actually read this here. Crypto mogul and Tron founder Justin Sun today moved $100 million of his own, of his stablecoins to his crypto exchange, Huobi, after uh, news dropped that it was cutting staff. So, yes, all these exchanges are cutting staff. We're in a bear market, even though things are looking pretty good right now just at the moment things are looking positive but overall there's been a bear market for a very long time and so a lot of companies and a lot of exchanges are laying off staff um everywhere all right they're trying to cut cut their um cut their cost you know so that's what they ended up doing but uh that's sort of shaking the the market a little bit it, it looks bad when you're cutting off staff and so when when investors are looking at this they don't appreciate this so they're starting to withdraw their money from the exchange so what Justin Sun did was, you know what, um, I'm going to move my own personal funds um, out of out of Binance. I think it was on Binance. I think he had it. Uh, yeah. So according to blockchain data from Nansen, the cash withdrawals from Binance and then sent to Huobi, which Sun had a majority stake in. So, yeah. So he had his coins in, in Binance, but now he moved it over to uh, to Huobi to show that there's that he has confidence in the exchange and that it will succeed. So he did have a uh, hundred million dollars worth of USDC and USDT that is now sitting on there. So, uh it, it, to in my opinion this actually looks really good this is a really good positive move for for justin sun to move his, his move first of all why does he have his coins on binance that's kind of blows my mind but whatever that's neither here nor there uh, at least for at least for now so now he's moved it over from 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 binance over to huobi and showing that there is stability in the uh in the exchange so not to worry uh, but it kind of hurts because when you're getting a majority of people withdrawing withdrawing uh, coins out, out of the exchange, it does hurt. So it says, uh, let's see, the funds. Okay, so Nansen today said that $60.9 million and $94.2 million in net outflow this past week occurred in the past 24 hours. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, but he's trying his best to keep the exchange uh, afloat as long as possible. So we'll see as, as time goes on if uh, things are going to look good. But as of right now, it's a bunch of FUD. People are just withdrawing. Um, any any little thing that might be perceived as bad news uh, on any centralized exchange, people are just moving their, their, their coins off of there. So 
in a way, like I said, it's good because people are going to start soft costing, which is good. There's a lot of good wallets out there. So I highly recommend them. Check them out. All right. Next news we have is arrested mutant ape planet founder may have pulled off multiple other rug pulls. Yes. Arlene Michael, the founder of NFT collection Mutant Ape Planet, was arrested this week by federal authorities for allegedly orchestrating an NFT rug pull scam. But that may have been just one of many scams that Michael pulled off. Yeah. So this actually was a revelation from Zach XBT, which he's a great blockchain analyst. He uh, pretty much you can find him on Twitter. And if you got any kind of questions or concerns, this is the guy to go to because he will look through the blockchain. He's an expert at blockchain uh, um, uh, data collecting. And so what he did was he found he followed the trail and he was able to find out that um, that Michael here uh, did multiple rug pulls, just not one. And he was able to find that out by uh, tracking uh, transactions all the way back to exchanges, which led uh, Zach to find out that it was Michael doing all these uh, rug pulls. And so that's why he was arrested. And obviously, Michael, I think it was here at the bottom. Michael did a confession. Uh, I don't think he realized it was a confession, but let's see. Uh, but he did. He says he says right here. Um, the Justice, the Justice Department alleged in its complaint against Michael that the founder went so far as to openly admit in a Mutant Ape Planet Discord channel that he had rugged investors. Quote, we never intended to rug, but the community went way too toxic, end quote, Michael purportedly wrote. So there you go. Be careful what you say. If anything, <laughs> that's that's one of the things. So that's pretty much like the main thing. You know, that, that's evidence right there. He straight up rugged people. And uh, with X, uh, with the Zach XBT on the back and looking through all the transactions, like here's an image right here uh, from Zach. Yeah, this is Zach. So he, he tweeted out, I took a look at uh, Ari, Ari Lin's CEX uh, ex, uh, address name in the complaint for Mutant 8 Planet. Using it, you can see he is likely a team member of the $1.1 million rug pool at Fashion Ape NFT, as well as he received $123,000 from the Mint. And was also on the team for Crazy Camel's $1.6 million rug pull. So there you go. That's, look at you got, so you got Fashion Ape contract there. Mutant Ape uh, Planet contract. And the Sol, Soli Main contract. Camel, uh, camel, Crazy Camels. Yeah, so this is another guy that does deserve to be locked up. Um, nobody appreciates rug pulls. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. These guys are all criminals. Yeah. Serve a long time in, in jail or prison. Next news article we have is Chinese researchers claim they have cracked encryption with quantum computers. Whoa, that's interesting. What's going on there? Well, the world continues to reel from how far artificial intelligence has come with projects like ChatGBT. Chinese researchers recently claimed they have been able to crack encryption using quantum computing, something scientists have assumed was years away from happening. So yes, a group of Chinese researchers published a scientific paper last month said that they use quantum computers to break standard RSA algorithms that many industries, including banking, mobile phones, and data storages, use for their encryption measures. That is not good. Obviously, there's a whole... This is pretty much the world. Basically, what the Chinese are saying is that we can crack into anything now. You know, we can crack into your bank uh, bank account. We can crack into your, your every single mobile phone, even if you have a, a, a standard RSA uh, uh, security on there, uh, data storage, you know, uh, and now obviously with quantum, uh, uh, quantum computers, the idea is, is crypto safe, is crypto safe, you know, now that the Chinese have said that, but there's a lot, there's colleagues, uh, uh, 
from the, the from this Chinese group that are saying, you know what, that's uh, it's not necessarily true. Uh, it's pretty much a fraud. Let's let's go over what uh, what encryption is. Encryption helps protect information from being accessed, even when it's intercepted by hackers, malicious actors, or nation states that might try to steal personal or financial data. Okay, what is quantum computing? Quantum computing uses quantum mechanics to perform operations on data at much much greater speeds than modern computers, many times more powerful than the average desktop PC. Quantum computers are attractive in calculation-heavy cryptography, but are much more challenging to build, program, and use. Their speed and processing power, crypto enthusiasts fear, may one day be able to break the encryption used to secure Bitcoin. And that's the biggest fear. Um, there has been uh, a lot of developers on the back end over the years that have already been developing ways to make it uh, make it uh, quantum uh, quantum resistance. Uh, make making Bitcoin quantum resistant. Um, is it out yet? I don't know, but I know that it's been in the work for years. A lot of people, a lot of developers have been working on improving uh, the security layer on that. Um, and I trust that the thousands of developers working on Bitcoin will secure uh, the Bitcoin network by upgrading the uh, uh, the encryption to make it uh, quantum resistance. So that's that's I'm not too concerned about that. Um, even though they're claiming that they're even though the Chinese are claiming that they're going to be able to hack it, um, I don't see that. Okay, what is the threat to Bitcoin? Bitcoin has never been successfully hacked, but many see brute force attacks using quantum computers as the likely tool someone would use to take down Bitcoin. According to the cybersecurity firm uh, Kaspersky, a brute force attack uses trial and error to guess strings like login credentials and encryption keys using through all possible combinations hoping to find a match. With current technology, these attacks can take years, even decades to succeed. Well... As the network becomes more and more more difficult, I'm sure that it's going to be longer and longer. But with quantum computers, technically, you can do it within hours or even minutes. That's the scary part is that obviously um, you have the whole uh, ecosystem. For example, you have Bitcoin at uh, $330, $31 billion. The entire market cap is at, uh, let's see, where are we at? $885 billion. That pretty much can get wiped away by the Chinese if they're saying that they can hack into the network. That's not good. So there's, I'm sure there's some fear in, in the ecosystem about that. But we'll see as, as time goes on. I have full faith that the developers, uh, the Bitcoin developers will be able to secure the network. All right, last news of the day we have is New York Attorney General sues ex-Celsius boss Alex Mashensky for fraud. Yes, we're back again with Alex. New York Attorney General is suing ex-Celsius boss Alex Masensky for defrauding investors. In a Thursday statement, New York Attorney General Letitia James alleged that Masensky, quote, promised to lead investors to financial freedom but led them down a path of financial ruins. Crypto was a popular crypto lending platform that allowed his users to deposit cash and earn returns on their digital assets. Yes, I am one of those guys that deposited into Celsius. Yes, my coins are currently stuck there. And yes, there was um, there was a, uh, a court hearing last week that uh, pretty much stated that all the coins that were on there, on the earned side of it, are 100% uh, owned by Celsius now. So basically everybody, every customer, including myself, no longer have possession of our coins. It's 100% Celsius according to the courts. That's bad. It's horrible. So um, now we have a lawsuit against Alex Mashensky for defrauding hundreds of thousands of investors out of billions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency. Uh, but that's only for New Yorkers. So people like me that are over in California, we're kind of out of luck. You know, um, 
hopefully this will be extended to all states and everybody that invested into uh, into Celsius. Uh, the lawsuit, a lawsuit alleges that Moshensky lied to customers and hid the true extent of Celsius' financial troubles. This encourages clients to continue depositing money into the platform, James claims. Yes, that's true. A lot of us, it, it, apparently, the, the this issue with Celsius has been going on way before they even filed bankruptcy. There's been a lot of revelations since then that uh, it didn't just happen overnight. It was something that they've been struggling for months. But even through that time... Uh, when when Alex uh, did his weekly uh, AMAs, he was saying that it's the best platform. You guys should continue uh, continue to invest. We we would like to have you be part of this uh, uh, Celsius platform because it's a good investment. Horrible! It's horrible. A lot of people invested more and more, and in the end, we ended up getting rugged by Alex Mashensky, a guy that I thought was really good. It's sad to see that uh, he ended up being part of the dark side. Uh Celsius is one of the many crypto companies that was hit hard in the collapse by blockchain project uh, Terra last year. The popular crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital, and the subsequent drop in digital asset price. Terra was a very popular project, but its stablecoin, which ran on automatic code, stopped working, and billions of dollars of investors went uh, investors' cash went up in smoke. Yeah, at least that's what they're claiming that it's due to uh, the collapse of Terra because Celsius invested a lot of a lot of their um, their investments into Terra, and so when Terra went belly up, so did a lot of other uh, companies, including Celsius. So that's where we're at as of right now. The U.S. prosecutors hit FTX's ex-CEO Sam Bankman-Fried with eight criminal charges last month. This week, he pleaded not guilty before federal New York. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. Um, I just want my coins back. That's where I'm at with that. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, uh, we got uh, we're at the end of the news. We do have a coin tree. Check us out. If you guys want to help, donate, uh, donate and support uh, C3 Media, our our crypto platform for for all news and all coins. Check. Uh, you guys can help donate via Bitcoin, Ethereum, Raven. It is asset aware. Even Evermore, also asset aware. Dogecoin, Tron, Litecoin, Monero, Bat, BSC, and Matic. You guys want to hang out with us? I'm always hanging out in Discord. You guys can chit chat with me there. There's a link there. Just click on that. Uh, YouTube. You can check out all our videos. You obviously you can hear them, uh, but you can check them out on YouTube as well. Hang out with us on Twitter, uh, Twitch. We are always live streaming on Twitch. Check us out there. Uh, follow us there. Spotify. If you just want to hear us, Audible. You know, uh, Anchor Podcast. Binance. We got a bunch of exchanges here with some referral codes. Uh, we do have Binance US, Coinbase, Cash App, uh, Patreon, Reddit. We do have a link tree that just kind of links you back to this particular uh, uh, um, tree tipping me in odyssey all right so with that said cryptonauts we are done for the day i hope you guys all have a good week uh always remember to stack those sets all right so with that said i think we're pretty much done all right cryptonauts until next time stack sets and huddle adios